0: This is a Bible teaching podcast from www.lumen.org.uk That's l-u-m-i-n.org.uk The presenter is Jeff Lumley Talking about the chosen, the elect this time because uh, there's been lots of debate about this over the centuries in the Christian Uh, community Uh, who are the elect what is the elect what's it all about Paul talks about it a lot in fact even Jesus spoke about the elect in Mark chapter 13 and in Matthew Uh, in verses 20 and 27 of Mark 13 he says if the Lord had not uh, shortened those days no one would survive but for the sake of the elect whom he loves and whom he has chosen he has shortened them, he will send his angels to gather his elect from the four winds. So Jesus is clearly talking about this group called the elect. Peter starts his first letter with the words, I'm an apostle of Jesus Christ and I'm writing to God's elect scattered across the the empire and as we mentioned paul uses the words as well in romans 11:7 it says israel sought these things but did not obtain them but the elect among them did the others however were hardened and earlier in 8:33 he says who will bring any charge against those whom god has chosen So God has chosen. And in fact, let's start in the Old Testament because in the Old Testament, it's jolly clear who are the elect. And indeed in Romans, Paul uses some of those people God knew in the past, translated as foreknew, those whom he foreknew, those whom he knew in the past. And he's talking about some of those great characters of the Old Testament. In the early chapters of Romans. And we can see the ones God chose throughout the Old Testament. He chose Noah from among all the people on earth to save. He chose Abraham from out of the nations. He chose Isaac between the two sons of Abraham, Ishmael and Isaac. God chose Isaac. And then from Isaac's sons Esau And Jacob, he chose Jacob. Jacob I have loved, but Esau I have hated. God is quoted as saying, which really means, I have not chosen, he was not the one I chose. Um, Then from Israel, from Jacob, the tribes of Israel become God's chosen representatives on the earth, the people on the planet who are God's own people. We can go on. David was chosen to clearly be king above all others, from out of Jesse's family and over Saul's line and so forth. From David's many children, Solomon, the one born out of wedlock, the one born from adultery, was the one God chose. And all of the prophets, were chosen and set apart for God. So in the Old Testament, it's jolly clear all the way through who the elect are, who the chosen are. So what about in the Christian era? Well, of course, there is this doctrine of the elect, and there are those who say that it's not, although it's not clear who the elect are, only the elect will get to heaven and we're never going to be able to save anyone who is not part of the elect but we must go out and preach to everyone because we don't want to miss any of the elect i mean what palpable nonsense is that (laughs) that god would actually set his church a task of finding out the people god has chosen uh, and getting them saved because that that, that just doesn't make sense. Doesn't make any sense at all. So what is the elect in our modern age? What in fact is the elect in the new covenant? It's clear, it's crystal clear in the old covenant who's in the elect and who isn't. What about the new? What do you know? I think the New Testament makes it crystal clear as well. John chapter three, verse 15 says everyone who believes may have eternal life everyone who believes in the son of man may have eternal life and the next verse repeats this statement god loved the world so much that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him may have eternal life it's said twice it's said twice in two consecutive sentences to give the emphasis to it who may be saved anyone who believes it's said twice for emphasis who then in the New Testament are the elect everyone who believes in Jesus you see part of the message of the gospel of the good news is that this is no longer just for a few it's for the everybody it's for the all Everybody has the opportunity of salvation. And those who accept salvation are chosen by God to receive eternal life. God's choice is that everybody would be saved. God is not willing for any to perish. God's choice is for everyone to be saved. Those who are saved are those who have chosen to receive that salvation. In other words, under the old covenant, God chose and called individuals, and eventually one nation, to be his chosen people. You were part of that, or you weren't, although even under the old covenant, people could be grafted in to be part of Israel but it was essentially this family line, you're in it or you're not. Under the new covenant God chooses all who respond to his call from every tribe, from every language and from every nation and it's those who believe who become the elect. So there isn't a group of people who are the elect that we have to go out and hunt for them, find them, get them saved, and hope we don't accidentally save someone who isn't elect, which is Calvinism written fairly uh, uh, comically, I suppose, the way I said it. It's God's elect is the church. And to become part of the church is a matter of individual will it so the church is the elect we choose whether to be in it and as I've said uh, many times to various people I like the example of a station with uh, two trains a platform in a station with two trains one on the left-hand platform one on the right-hand platform the train on the left is destined predestined if you want to use that word, but the points are set. It is scheduled to go to heaven, to go to God. The po- the, the train on the other opposite platform face is signaled, destined, predestined for destruction and hell. The platform indicators make it very clear which way each train is going. So that there is no doubt those trains are going there. You are standing on the platform and you have a choice. Your ticket will take you, whichever train you get on, it will be valid. You get on whichever train you choose. When the doors close, you are part of those who are heading with that train. If you get on the train that is the church, then you're part of the elect, destined for eternal life. Now, that's a simplistic thing, because obviously, what if you never get on a train? Well, you have to get on one of those. At one point in your life, you will be on one of those trains. At the close of your life, you will be on one of those trains. The object of the exercise is to get on God's train as soon as possible, because you get the benefits of the first-class service on that train from the moment you get on it. You know, it's not just for eternity that we are called to salvation, it's for now as well. And the benefits of being in God's kingdom, on God's train, to be part of the elect is for now as well. Who is the elect? Even in the New Testament, it's crystal clear who the elect are. The elect are those who choose to believe in the Son of Man. And that is your choice. The music is by raceforall.wordpress.com Thank you for listening.